Welcome to Zikhu Daf Siman Member Mayavram Goldhara and Zirim Azakas Nadarim Daf Ein Zain, the tenth parak, Nahamarasa. So the three types we're going to focus on number one. The next Mishnah teaches One may revoke Nadarim on Shabbos and may seek a hetzer for Nadarim that their nomen is needed for Shabbos. The Gemara inquires if Hafara on Shabbos also must be for Shabbos need. The question hinges on if the final clause Shehenelatzorach Shabbos is also qualifying the law of Hafara on Shabbos. The Gemara quotes a Bryce that does require Shabbos need for Hafara. Ravashi objected from a mission which says that one may revoke Nadarm until nightfall on Shabbos. If Hafar requires a Shabbos need, then he should not be able to revoke Nadarm even towards the close of Shabbos, since no Shabbos need is being hindered in those few moments. The more Griesen says that this question is a Malchokas Tanaim dependent on the Malchokas of the previous Daf. Our mission, which holds Hafar is only until nightfall, allows Hafar without his Shabbos need, because otherwise he'll lose the ability to revoke. If Hafar can be done for a full 24 hours, they did not make allowances to revoke without a Shabbos need, because he can revoke after. Point number two, Rav Yosef initially thought that one may only seek a heter for a nether on Shabbos from a yachin mumcha, a single expert, but not from shlosha hediotos, three laymen, because this has the appearance of a court case on Shabbos. Abai responded that since a nomen of an adarim is distinct from court proceedings in three ways, namely that the three men may stand, they may be his relatives, and it may be done at night, therefore it does not have the appearance of a court case even absent these three factors. Rabbi said in the name of Rav Nachman, the halacha is that one may seek a heter for a netter from one who is standing alone and at night and on Shabbos and from relatives. The Gemara objects since Roman Gamliel apparently did not allow a nomen while standing because a Bryce relates that he once dismounted from his donkey, wrapped himself in his cloak, sat, and annulled the petitioner's netter. The Gemara answers Roman Gamliel holds, We do not open with mere regret. Rather, we must uproot the netter based on an error, and such judgment requires focus, which is why he sat. Rav Nachman holds we may open a netter with regret alone, so this can be done, even while standing. And point number three is, Hot in a bright ishto, kon shetidori, one who says to his wife, on the darn that you vowed, I do not want that you vow them, or, ain't ze neder, this is not a neder, lomrakum, he has said nothing, meaning, his implied displeasure within the darn do not constitute a hafara. If he said, you have done well, or there is no one like you, or if you had not vowed, I would have imposed the vow upon you, his words are effective, meaning his implied approval of her nadarim qualifies as a hakama. This is because mental hakama is effective, whereas mental hafara is not. Abraisa teaches that one should not revoke on Shabbos with the same language of hafara that he uses during the week. Rather, he should hand her the item and say, Take and eat, take and drink, and the netter is cancelled. And he must cancel the netter in his heart. The combination of handing her the item and mentally revoking the netter is sufficient for hafara. And another Bryce of Basil will say that this is effective during the week as well. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah teaches, One may revoke Nadarm on Shabbos and may seek a hetzer for Nadarm, that their annulment is needed for Shabbos. The Gemara inquires if Hafara on Shabbos also must be for Shabbos need. The question hinges on if the final clause, Shehenelatzorach HaShabbos, is also qualifying the law of Hafara on Shabbos. The Gemara quotes a Bryce that does require Shabbos need for Hafara. Ravashi objected from a mission which says that one may revoke Nadarm until nightfall on Shabbos. 
If Hafar requires a Shabbos need, then he should not be able to revoke Nadarim even towards the close of Shabbos, since no Shabbos need is being hindered in those few moments. The more Griezmann says that this question is a Malchokas Tanaim dependent on the Malchokas of the previous Daf. Our mission, which holds Hafar is only until nightfall, allows Hafar without his Shabbos need, because otherwise he'll lose the ability to revoke. If Hafar can be done for a full 24 hours, they did not make allowances to revoke without a Shabbos need, because he can revoke after. Point number two, Rav Yosef initially thought that one may only seek a heter for a nether on Shabbos from a yachin mumcha, a single expert, but not from shlosha hediotos, three laymen, because this has the appearance of a court case on Shabbos. Abai responded that since annulment of an adharm is distinct from court proceedings in three ways, namely that the three men may stand, they may be his relatives, and it may be done at night, therefore it does not have the appearance of a court case even absent these three factors. Rabbi said in the name of Rav Nachman, the halacha is that one may seek a heter for a netter from one who is standing alone and at night and on Shabbos and from relatives. The Gemara objects since Roman Gamliel apparently did not allow annulment while standing because a Bryce relates that he once dismounted from his donkey, wrapped himself in his cloak, sat, and annulled the petitioner's netter. The Gemara answers Roman Gamliel holds, ain't We do not open with mere regret. Rather, we must uproot the netter based on an error, and such judgment requires focus, which is why he sat. Rav Nachman holds we may open a netter with regret alone, so this can be done, even while standing. And point number three is Hadna Braisa, Ormel Ishto, Kon Shitidori, one who says to his wife, on the darn that you vowed, I do not want that you vow them, or, Einzen Neder, this is not a neder, Lomrakum, he has said nothing, meaning, his implied displeasure with the Nadarim do not constitute a hafara. If he said, You have done well, or there is no one like you, or if you had not vowed, I would have imposed the vow upon you, his words are affected, meaning his implied approval of her nadarim qualifies as a hakama. This is because mental hakama is effective, whereas mental hafara is not. Abraisa teaches that one should not revoke on Shabbos with the same language of hafara that he uses during the week. Rather, he should hand her the item and say, Take and eat, take and drink, and the netter is cancelled. And he must cancel the netter in his heart. The combination of handing her the item and mentally revoking the netter is sufficient for hafara. And another Bryce of Basil will say that this is effective during the week as well. Alright, so now we go to our simon daf Ein Zayn, and her standard simon is an A's, a goat. So here goes. The goat tied to the Shabbos table, where a man was looking for a heter to his nether, not to drink wine, so he could have kiddish, charged at the man's three layman cousins, coming to be mud to his nether, but instead knocked the plate out of a husband's hand, who was being made for his wife's nether by saying, take and eat, take and drink. Once again, it's slow motion. The goat, goat, that must be more enough. Ein sein, A's. The goat tied to the Shabbos table, where a man was looking for a heter to his nether, not to drink wine so he could have kiddush, which reminds us, the next Mishnah teaches, Mefiri nadarim b'shabbos, one may revoke nadarim on Shabbos and may seek a heter for nadarim, that their annulment is needed for Shabbos. The Gemara inquires of how far on Shabbos also must be for a Shabbos need. So the goat tied to the Shabbos table, where a man was looking for a heter to his netter, not to drink wine so he could have kiddush, charged the man's three layman cousins coming to be mud to his nether. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yosef initially thought that one may only seek a heter for a nether on Shabbos from a yachin mumcha, a single expert, but not from Shloshi Hediotas, three laymen, because this has the appearance of a court case on Shabbos. Abai responded that since annulment of Nadarim is distinct from court proceedings in three ways, namely that the three men may stand, they may be his 
his relatives, and it may be done at night. Therefore, it does not have the appearance of a court case even absent these three factors. Rabbi said in the name of Rav Nachman, the halacha is that one may seek a hetzer from one who is standing alone and at night and on Shabbos and from relatives. So the goat tied to the Shabbos table where a man was looking for a hetzer to his nether, not to drink wine, so he could have kiddush, charged at the man's three layman cousins coming to be mud to his nether but instead knocked the plate out of a husband's hand who was being made for his wife's nether by saying, take and eat, take and drink. Which reminds us, Abraisa teaches that one should not revoke on Shabbos with the same language of hafar that he uses during the week. Rather, he should hand his wife the item and say, tli vachli, tli ishti, take and eat, take and drink, and the nether is cancelled. Rabbi Yochanan added, and he must cancel the nether in his heart. The combination of handing her the item and mentally revoking the nether is sufficient for hafara. So once again, the goat tied to the Shabbos table where a man was looking for a head to his nether, not to drink wine, so he could have kiddish, charged at the man's three layman cousins coming to be mud to his nether, but instead knocked the plate out of a husband's hand who was being made for his wife's nether by saying, take and eat, take and drink. Alright, so now it's time for four blabat chazara. Dafa'an Gimel, so the simmer Dafa'an Gimel is a giant ostrich egg. So here goes. The deaf man mixing the giant ostrich egg's yolk, giant ostrich egg? That must be one of Ein Gimel. The deaf man mixing the giant ostrich eggs yolk and white in a tiny mixing bowl, which reminds us. Rami Barakama inquired, Can a deaf man revoke Nadarim of his wife? If one does not need to hear his wife's Nadarim to revoke them, perhaps that's only because he's capable of hearing them, but someone deaf who is incapable of hearing them might not be able to revoke them. This is based on the principle taught by Rabbi Zera. Any mincha, which is fit for mixing, the mixing is not critical to it, and even if it's not mixed, the mincha is valid. And any mincha, which is not fit for mixing, the mixing is critical, and the lack of mixing invalidates the mincha. Or do we say that the Torah did not intend the husband's hearing as a requirement at all? So the deaf man mixing the giant ostrich eggs yolk and white in a tiny mixing bowl splattered the yolk on the face of the man who was being made for the Nadarim of two wives at one time. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Can a husband revoke Nadarim of two wives simultaneously? Osa davka or lav davka is the word her in the Pasuk of Hafar meant specifically to only allow Hafar of one wife at a time or not. So the deaf man mixing the giant ostrich eggs yolk and white in a tiny mixing bowl splattered the yolk on the face of the man who was being made for the nadarim of two wives at one time, but not those nadarim of a zarusa who reached the appointed time for marriage. Which reminds us, the next mission speaks about an arusa who has reached the time by which Nasun was supposed to be performed and the husband must support her as if she were Nasua. Rabbi Eliezer says, since her husband is chayv in her mazonos, he can revoke her nadarim. The Chachamim hold that he cannot revoke Nadarim until she enters his domain with actual Nasuan. Daf Ein Dal, so the Simmer Daf Ein Dal is a witness. So here goes. The two witnesses, two witnesses, that must be on Daf Ein Dal, aid. The two witnesses on the scene of a Yavam, revoking the Neder of his Yavama, which reminds us, the next mission presents three opinions regarding the ability of a Yavam to revoke the Nadarim of Yavama. Rabbi Lezer holds that even where there are multiple Yavam, the Yavam who perform Mimer may revoke Nadarim, as the Gemara will explain. Rabbi Yeshua takes a middle approach. If there's a single Yavam, then he may revoke the Yavam as Nadarim. But if there are multiple Yavam, then no one may revoke Nadarim. Rabbi Kiva says a Yavam can never revoke Nadarim of the Yavam because she is not his proper wife, even after Mimer. 
So the two witnesses on the scene of a Yavam revoking the nether of his Yavama knew that things were going to get out of control when he told his brothers that because he had performed Mimer, he was no less than an ordinary Arus. Which reminds us, the Gemara asks, how is it possible that Rebbe can allow one of two Yavamim to revoke Nadarim, even if he would hold that the Zika bond between a Yavam and Yavam were strong enough to be like Arison and allow for Hafara, but if there are two Yavamim, it is yet indeterminate who will perform Yivam, so Nadir's Hafara should be valid. Rabbi Ami explained that the mission is speaking where one Yavam performed Mimer, and Rabbi Yazar holds like Beishami that Mimer, Konin, Kenyan, Gamur, Mimer affects a complete acquisition of the Yavam in Midaraisa, placing her in that specific Yavam's domain even for Nadarim. So, the two witnesses on the scene of a Yavam revoking the nether of his Yavama knew that things were going to get out of control when he told his brothers that because he had performed Mimer, he was no less than an ordinary Arus. And they called in a rabbi who announced that a Yavam is not considered a full-fledged wife for other matters, and therefore even a lone Yavam cannot revoke Nadarim of a Yavama, which reminds us. Rabbi Kiva taught that we never differentiate between one Yavam and two. Ukshar Dvarim Ken Nadarim. Just as for other matters, the Yavam is not considered married, so too with Hafara of Nadarim. The Gemara Daf Ein He explains that the other matters in which a Yavama differs from a wife refers to an accepted fact that the Yavama, even after Maimur, will not be liable to death by stoning for adultery like a Arusa would. Rabbi Kiva showed from this that a Yavama, even of a single Yavam, is not a full-fledged wife, even after Maimur. Dafain hey, so the Simr Dafain hey is an Amaaretz. So here goes. The Amaaretz, the Amaaretz, that must be Dafain hey, Amaaretz. The Amaaretz who told his wife, on the darn you make from now until I return from the Amaaretz convention, are revoked, which reminds us. The next mission states, one who says to his wife before traveling, on the darn that you vow from when I leave here until I return from such and such a place, shall be confirmed. Well, Amarkulim, he has said nothing because Hakama cannot be made before the nether exists. But if he said they shall be revoked, Rebbe Yezir says the Hafar is valid and the Chamim say it is not. So the Amaaretz who told his wife on the darn you make from now until I return from the Amaaretz convention are revoked was so upset when he received word that his wife's friend was Matvi Zanedra on his wife's revoked Nedra, which reminds us, the Gemara inquires, according to Rebbe that one may revoke Nedarim before they are made, do they take effect and then are voided by the Hafara? Or or do they not take effect at all? Meaning, does the Hafara prevent their ever taking effect? The Gemara provides a practical difference. In a case where someone else linked to this Nedar, the Ron's example is where she said, I'm a Nazira, and someone said, I'm like her. If the nether took effect, even for a moment, the second person's nether would also take effect. But if her nether was prevented from taking effect, the second nether would not be valid. So the Amaars who told his wife, on the darm you make from now until I return from the Amaars convention, are revoked, was so upset when he received word that his wife's friend was Matisa Nether on his wife's revoked nether, that he missed his favorite convention competition of who can swallow the most rings to save them from becoming Tame. Which reminds us, the Gemara suggests another proof from a Bryce in which the Chamim argued to Rebeliezer. If a mikvah which raises Tame people from their Tuma state does not save Tahor people from becoming Tame, meaning if a person touches Tuma while immersed in a mikvah, he still becomes Tame, then a person who does not raise Tame items from their Tuma by swallowing and regurgitating a Tame ring, soon should not save Tahor items from becoming Tame, meaning it shall follow that one who swallows a Tahor ring and enters an Oa with a corpse should not protect the ring from becoming Tame. Yet in truth it does. The Chamin thus undermined Rebbe Yezus Kavachomer with this argument. So the Simmer Dafayin Vav is an intravenous tube, an IV. So here goes. The IV tube, IV tube, that must be more on Daf Ein Vav, IV. 
the IV tube that was connected to a plant in the ground, which always remains Tahor, which reminds the Gemara finally resolves this inquiry about Rebogezer from Abraisen, which Rebogezer sought to prove to the Chomim that they too must make a similar Kavachomer. Mazraim, Tameim, Kevin, Shazar, Makarka, Tahorin. If plants which are Tameim, once that they are planted in the ground, they become Tahor, Zruim, Ba'omdim, Okoshkin, then those already planted should certainly remain Tahor, even if Tuma touches them. Rabbi Yezer argued to the Chami that they certainly agree with this law, although there is no source for it except this Kalvachomer, so they should agree to his Kalvachomer as well. So, the IV tube that was connected to a plant in the ground, which always remains Tahor, was hooked up to a Na'aru who fainted when she discovered her father tried to sell her as a maidservant, which reminds us of Brisa taught, one might think that a father can sell his Na'aru daughter as a maidservant, just as he can sell his daughter who is a minor as a maidservant. There's a Kavachomer that he cannot. Mechura Kavar if she was sold already and became a Na'ara, she leaves her servitude by virtue of reaching maturity. Ain't a Mechura, ain't a Timkor, if she was not yet sold. Is it not certain that she cannot be sold when she's already a Na'ara? Since this is the source for this law, we see that all agree to such a Kavachomer. So the IV tube that was connected to a plant in the ground, which always remains Tahor, was hooked up to a Na'aru who fainted when she discovered her father tried to sell her as a maidservant. When he got upset that once it became dark, he could no longer be made for her netter. Which reminds us, this Malchokas, if Afara is for that entire day until it gets dark, which is learned from the Pasuk, Miyom Shamo, or for a 24-hour period, which is learned from the Pasuk, which states Miyom Yom from day to day, implying a full 24 hours. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with a pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff we learn that one may revoke Nadarm on Shabbos and may seek a hetter for Nadarm that their annulment is needed for Shabbos? That's on Duff. Ayin Zayin. Good, number two. Which the in the Rabbi Yezer holds like Beishamay that Maimar Kona Kinyan Gamur, Maimar affects the complete acquisition of the Yavama Midaraisa, and a Yavam can revoke Nadarim of his Yavama, that's on Dav. Ayin Good number three. Which the in the Kavachomer that a Nara cannot be sold as a maidservant, that's on Dav. Ayin Good number four. Which stuff do we discuss whether a husband can revoke the Nadarim of two wives simultaneously, that's on Dav. Ayan Gimel. Good number five. Which stuff do that one should not revoke on Shabbos with the same language of Afara that he uses during the week? That's on Duff. Ayan Zion. Good number six. Which stuff do you have whether one has until nightfall to do Afara or has 24 hours? That's on Duff. Ayan Vav. Good number seven. Which stuff do we learn if one swallows a Tahoe ring and enters an oil with a corpse, he protects the ring from becoming Tame? That's on Duff. Ayn Hey. Good number eight. Which stuff do we learn annulment of Nadarm is distinct from court proceedings in three ways? The three men may stand, they may be his relatives, and it may be done at night. That's on Duff. Ayn Zayn. Good number nine. Which stuff do you know in a case when one says to his wife before traveling on the darn that you vow from when I leave here until I return from such and such a place shall be revoked? That's on Duff. Ayn Hey. Good at number ten. Which stuff do you know in a that plants already planted should certainly remain tower even if Tuma touches them? That's on Duff. I involve excellent that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zikhu wishing you a great day and great learning.